Corporate will show you flames. And if you don't have that one person to put you under your wing, it is not going to work out. And, and trust me, every single black woman that is up there has gone through something deep mm. in the workplace. And, and I feel and I appreciate these two women who are doing this for me. And I feel and I think that all black women should do that for the other black child. I agree with you. You are listening to the Journey on Earth, the podcast, where each week I, the host, Olerato, uncover journeys in wellness, business, parenthood, and so much more. I also share my own advice that will help you in your journey to living your best life. I created this podcast that will not only validate and value our stories, but will motivate us to have the courage to continue to build the stories we want for ourselves. From time to time, I like bringing you some deep dive conversations with incredible guests to uncover their journeys and topics highlighted. They also share their secrets to cultivating a good life. So tune in for some good conversation every Tuesday. There's something so selfish and yet so selfless about celebrating others. I mean, genuinely so. When their accomplishment and joy fills you up as if it were your own, somehow that feeling expanding your heart then reminds you that there is room for you to do the same. This is something that I posted on my Instagram a while back and I thought that it's so befitting to actually just throw it in in today's podcast because in today's podcast I'm celebrating someone that I know, someone that I've known since 2010 in our metric years and she's done so amazing in her life. She's now a legal counsel in one of the big four banks in the country. This podcast was actually recorded a while back and it comes after her birthday which was on the past weekend on the 5th of October. Uh, she's a daughter, a sister, and a wife. I'm talking about Nongkuleko Sefolo. For those who know her, they know her as a bubbly person. And I think that's what I've always known her for. Like, I think when you meet Nguli, you experience her, then you meet her. You get to know her better. And today's podcast was more like a sisterly catch-up conversation. So I do hope that you'll enjoy today's podcast. And if you haven't subscribed already to this podcast, don't forget to do so. Also, just go on and share it with your friends and family. Rate us as well. Tell us what you think about the podcast. Like, just be frank. Tell us what you think about the podcast and rate us as well. I mean, it goes a long way when you do that. And it's also appreciated from our side. So let me stop talking too much and let's head over to today's conversation. I hope that you enjoy it. I remember, I think we met in 20. 10 right yes. when we were in high school and when i met you you were this bubbly person <laughs> everyone knew you at the school <laughs> at Mahuarani. and like seeing your life evolve over the years has been something so amazing to watch and i remember we once had a conversation back then that it's so amazing that in a few years time you'll be knowing someone who's an attorney yes. who's a who's an economist who's an accountant who's an engineer who's a doctor and i had to really bring someone who I knew in those days and who's doing so amazing as well and to uncover their journey because I can't be uncovering everyone else's story besides bringing the ones that I know. <laughs> so I really had to bring you to my podcast today and thank you so much for actually accepting my invitation to be here. Thanks for having me, Lerat. So before we dive deep into the conversation, I really want you to actually share with my listeners out there how incredible you are. <laughs> I know I celebrate all my guests here because that's the point. That's the point. It's just to reveal to you how great you are. 
So I want you to briefly tell us who is Nguli. Do it your way. Okay. Am I supposed to say hi to everyone first? <laughs> hi guys. Um so I usually have a difficulty answering this question because it, it creates the illusion that I'm being put on the spotlight. Yes, I love talking, but um I'm quite shy when 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 the light is on me. So <laughs> you might hear some pauses along the way um but um i'm just going to start with a few uh facts so my name is nonko lego i am 26 turning 27 in october don't we share the same birthday no, no. month no you share with a lot of people actually <laughs> i know interesting yeah even the day <laughs> i'm a black woman as you you would hear i i, I always like to make that clear, especially in 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 this world and and the demographics that we are in. I am Christian. I'm a Christ follower and a God follower. I identify as a teacher, um, not in the sense known where you get a degree and you go and teach in school, <laughs> but I just love teaching and imparting knowledge. Um, I am a leader, probably a very chilled, funny leader. Um, and yeah, I'm a friend, a very good one, I would think. At least that's what my friends tell me. I am quite honest. I am very bubbly out there. Um, this sounds like it contradicts what I said earlier on about being shy, but trust me, I'm very bubbly and <laughs> quite loud, I think. Um, I'm a, I'm a daughter, um, a sister to a very naughty young man but mm. i love him so much so yeah that's me you forgot oh, to mention that you're wife. wife how <laughs> <laughs> because i'm like oh, there's something i didn't mention I'm a, I'm a wife probably one of the best parts of my life actually yeah and i'm a lawyer yes I'm yes a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so today's Today's conversation is actually going to uncover that journey with you. But before we go there, oftentimes it is easy to imagine things being possible for us when we see it around ourselves. And I always say that because I think you believe that something is possible for you Mm -hmm. when you've seen it in your family and people around you, maybe in your community, um, or you've read about it. Who in your life would you say modeled the life that you wanted to live? So as a lawyer, I did not have a person that I looked up to as in, this is the sort of lawyer I want to be. This is the person I want to model. And um, funnily enough, I, I, I actually don't have a, a famous role model, as it were. My role model is my mother. She always used to say, she still says it, she even puts it on her fridge. Think big. Um, and that to me has said, Nunku, this is where you are. And your mom is telling you to imagine like a, a bigger position than where you are currently. So my mom is um, what Americans call a janitor, what we call a cleaner in South Africa. And for the most part of my life, actually, she's always been that. And as you can imagine, I firstly, I told myself, yes, I love my mom. She's a, a woman of strength and she's amazing. But I don't think I want to, you know, be where she is and 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 for me also my mom telling me to think big was her saying child i'm a cleaner and child you are not going to be what i am so my mom has been my strength 
and actually my role model to um, think beyond where we were mm-hmm. and to to be where I am today. And it actually helped me a lot. I still think big because there's a, a lot of other things that I think I can accomplish, which scare me. But because of that thing that my mom instilled in me, think big. I always think big and, and, and I think I can do big. So, yeah, my mom. Wow, that's amazing. That's really amazing and so beautiful to hear. But if it doesn't scare you, then it's not big enough, right? Right. (laughs) If it doesn't scare you, then it's not big enough. It's not big enough. That's Mm. amazing to hear that. I think oftentimes we look too far because we are looking at this ideal, you know, um, person that we have to look up to. But instead, they could be just in our household, you know. Very true. So that's amazing to hear that from you. So you decided to go for law and like oftentimes I think we always think that the bubbly one is the one that's going to go for law, actually. The one who speaks to a lot <laughs> at home. I think actually in my household, that's what happened. In my household, that's exactly what happened. The one who speaks a lot is the one who went for law. So it's not really surprising that you decided to go for law. Um, so when many of your peers decided to go for, law, for, for commerce, accounting, engineer, engineering you decided to go follow what for you could you say that it affirmed it that this was it and why did you go follow so um as Zerato mentioned earlier on we met at Maharani and it was an extra well curricular as it were for maths I think was it maths science and accounting and obviously being in that school you excel in maths accounting and english well maths accounting and uh um what's the science Science. and i was one of those kids but i knew from day one i don't care if i get a distinction in any of these things but i will never be an engineer funny enough you excelled in all of them i did accounting (laughs) science and maths i was like there is no way i'm gonna be an engineer there's no way i'm gonna be a mathematician the two things i had on my list were teaching and law um, law because I loved debating. Oh my gosh, I I I, lo- I loved it, and I was the first speaker at school, and um, it was quite good. Um, and the idea of being a lawyer for me was standing in court, defending those who cannot defend themselves. Mm. Teaching on the other side was imparting knowledge and giving information to those who don't have it. But because of where I come from, when I looked at the law part and the teaching part, the law part, well, appeared as though it gave more money. And to be honest, yes, it gives more money. And so I pursued the legal part. Um, um, Obviously, like I said, to talk on behalf of those who can't and to do what I enjoy, debating and talking. So (laughs) the legal bit affirmed it for me. Although when I started my career, I actually bouted the standing in court bit. And now I enjoy the commercial bit, which is where I currently am. So that's why I took law over engineering and all. And I think in class of 2010, I was literally the only one who took law. Yeah. 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 When I think about everyone from that group. (laughs) But I did take BCom, so I did BCom law. So at least I do have some commercial background. Which is nice. You get the (laughs) background of two of them, but... The highlight was that you took law. So, yeah. Yes, ma'am. It was, it was really something that... <laughs> it was so refreshing that some someone decided to go for something that was without influence. True. So, because True. oftentimes, it's either we are influenced by our mm. teachers, misguided, 
most times actually True. Uh, to go for something that really didn't um, imagine for herself or mm. don't really love. Mm. But besides, I often say that, yeah, success is never easy. It's never an easy journey to actually get there. And I think we barely do talk about the journey of getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask, what has been the most challenging thing about taking this route? The legal route, me being the weird child. So firstly, I studied at VIRTS. Getting through VIRTS was the difficult bit. Yeah, no, it, it literally does give you the edge and probably throws you over the edge, but I'm grateful that it didn't get to that bit. So in my BCom years, we had something called negative marking. Oh, I hated it. Oh. So just, just getting through the degree on its own was <laughs> just quite intense. Um, the legal bits, um, the legal part, the law part was was good. Um, but um, again, being the weird child in my fifth year. So my program was five years, three years become law, two years LLB. In my fifth year, I got married. How I passed my fifth year, I don't know. So yeah, getting, yeah, to get my LLB to, Girl, to be the lawyer to be the lawyer that I want <laughs> to be is quite intense. But the biggest of them all is getting articles. So as a, a law student, your biggest dream is to get into the big five. And most of my friends, if not all of them, had already gotten articles in their third year of BCom Law. And the straight LLB friends had already gotten articles in their second year of LLB. And here I was sitting in my fifth year and I didn't have articles. I, I, I was even I was even prepared to 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 get into a, a commercial field because I didn't get articles. It was just so painful. Um, so yeah, getting articles at the Big Five was the biggest challenge for me. Um, when it came, it I was very grateful for it, and it 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 was amazing to get articles that year. Um, when yeah. did you get them? Fifth year, twenty fifteen. Yeah, and so you can get them during your studies. Yeah, and then you got it. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was so big when it came. It was so big, and I also didn't get it in the conventional way. Actually, I got a scholarship with um, one of the big four banks, and part of the scholarship was to take you to the big five law firm. Wow. So. Yeah, that that was that was quite deep for me. Wow. That was quite intense. When I felt like your girl, everyone is going to do articles next year, and here you are, you don't have articles, you don't have anything. What are you going to do? I, I literally thought I wasn't going to get my articles done. Sure, yeah. but it came full circle, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what would you say has been your biggest highlights then? Firstly, getting articles at a big five was a highlight. Um, secondly, the exposure I was given in my law firm, um, I'm, I'm grateful for it. Um, I worked on quite, um, I don't want to say important, but I think big cases in, 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 in the history of, 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 of law. Um, some of the cases I worked on was the... I think top three biggest merger in, in in the history of mergers and acquisitions. So the acquisition of SAB Miller by AB InBev, wow. I worked on that. Um, in my second year of articles, I worked on the secret ballot case, and I also worked on the state capture case. So, 
So that exposure has been amazing. Um, meeting some of the big people out there. It, it was it was crazy. It was quite surreal. When I think about it now, I'm like, oh, wow. During my articles, this is what I did. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunities. And I think the other highlight, which is not um, law-related, as it were, but it was at the, the law firm, um, I was chosen as a Canada attorney representative. Um, when it came, I... Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it, but most of my peers called me and they were like, Nunku, we don't care what you say, but you are going to be our representative and we are going to put you on that seat. And they actually did. And, and it was a, a, a great honor and quite in turn, intense, I must say. But it, it, was, it was good. It, it was quite good. So wow. yeah, those are some of my highlights. <laughs> you know that that's the thing because oftentimes like what i do is i always make sure that i i research my guests coming in <laughs> and like these things you don't get them on linkedin on facebook on you know you like you need like some inside <laughs> source and <laughs> you know uh, you guys must really put them out there really need to know more of these things and these stories man this is amazing and congratulations thank you and another much. thing i want to congratulate you about i know it happened a year ago which is being <laughs> being admitted as uh an attorney of high court right sure and i want to ask you what did this moment mean to you and to your family yo seven solid years five years adverts mm. two years of articles all leading to the high court it it was it was amazing, Larat, but emotional at the same time. So I got admitted last year, April, um, and my my grandmother was very ill at that time. She 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 had just gotten admitted. I think the week before I was supposed to be admit um, to be admitted as a as an attorney. And um, the other thing is, we were going through some serious financial issues at home. So. Yeah, I was getting admitted, but it was like, oh, there are more pressing issues um, than, you know, being excited about mm-hmm. this. And then and, and for, 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 for a week, I literally, literally shut down. I literally forgot how big being admitted actually means. Um, but I am grateful because on the day I was admitted, my grandmother was released um we we had cancelled celebrating but as soon as we fetched her from the hospital we quickly put things together um got cake meat and 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 called family members for us to celebrate so for me the 20th of april was getting that thing that i had been working towards and getting my grandmother back so yeah it, it was it was quite an amazing day and and for my family I don't think my, I think on that day, my family sort of understood why I kept telling them I wasn't a lawyer because they couldn't understand, okay, child, you have your degree, you did articles, how are you not a lawyer? Mm. So that day it landed and I explained to them, guys, this, this moment means I'm a lawyer. And it was just, it was really amazing, Lerat. It really was. Even for them. Yo, it, it was really amazing. Like, my mom was just, yeah. So, so for me, it, it it was part of the biggest gifts I could give to my mom. She she was so proud, and she, even though I think to some extent she didn't understand why I kept saying I wasn't a lawyer, now she's 
so proud to tell everyone that I'm a lawyer because she she would yeah. tell people ah she's still at school leave her alone but now she she makes it known yeah my child is a lawyer and so. she was there as <laughs> yeah. well yeah it was it so amazing it really was and I'm glad that my grandmother got to see me as a lawyer before she left us in September so it was amazing for me it really was and for all of us Oh man, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you because I'm already seeing it here. That's why I love conversation of in studio because you get the connection far much more better. And that's amazing, really. That's amazing to hear. What I've experienced is that most women of color face a lot of prejudice in fields that they occupy. And it often becomes harder when they occupy like mm. managerial roles and executive roles, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I experienced in corporate. Mm. I think I shared with you. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself in places whereby you had to prove yourself all the time? Hmm. So my very big highlight, the big five, um, I always had to. Uh, so it it was quite intense. Um, so as a as a candidate attorney, you you sort of expected to put in a lot of hours. We would find ourselves at the office for like 12 hours, 16 hours. Um, so it, it, it was quite deep. It's, it's, so the, the issue is differentiating between, is it because you are a CA or is it because you are of color? It was, it was quite intense to tell the difference because most CAs would go through the most. What's a CA? A candidate attorney. Okay. But I still think the black CAs went through the most compared to their white counterparts. But it's it's, it's a very subtle distinction because, yes, the job of a candidate attorney means proving yourself, putting in the hours, doing the crappy job. But I think for a black child, it was worse. And, 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 and as a candidate attorney rep, I, I felt it um, because I had to deal with a lot of people's stories and I had to defend um, a few of my peers as a, as a candidate attorney rep. So as a, as a black female specifically, there, there was so much that um, I had to do and my peers as well. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think there's a lot that you need to do. There's a lot of proving that you must do. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I get you 100%. I think, especially as a junior, when you're starting off, like you, you can't separate when do you have to show that you're capable and when you start doing things that really this is not aligned with what you're here for. And yes. you always feel like you have to gather up all that so that, you know, yeah. you fill up your space yeah. like you want to be. <laughs> it's quite deep. <laughs> like, I promise you, until you get to a space whereby you now know that I have a voice here. Yes. yes yeah. And yes. I think at some point also it's better when maybe your manager also validates that. Listen, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. They make it much more better for you. Yeah. So do you feel like it is then our responsibility as women to change the narrative of women in these spaces? A hundred percent. Well, probably a hundred and one percent. So now currently I'm in a big four. My boss is a black woman. My boss's boss is a colored woman. My team has about 90%, like it's 90% female. So I 
I, I, I see from my boss and my boss's boss that they've actually taken up that role. I have a bigger voice now where I am compared to where I come from. I literally take control of the work that I do. My, my boss is amazing. Even my boss's boss, she's just amazing. She, she, both of them, they kick ass. They know what they're doing. And, and, and they, they make you discover who you are and what you want to do. It's amazing. So where I am, I am, and I'm going to say it, I am flourishing and I'm very happy. Like, I think, I think I have found my voice and they, they, what Lerato was just saying now, they, they validate me and, you know, they, they, they have discovered certain places where I do very well and where I need improvement and, 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 and they make me shine where I shine and where I need improvement. They equip me and give me the capabilities to be able to mm. get the work done. So I, I am seeing it happen where I am currently. And, and because of these women, and, and, and I know that it works because of how I am currently, I am also going to do the same thing. It, 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 it is our responsibility. We have to. Yeah. Like it's, it's not even a let's debate this. No, 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 no. It has to happen because corporate, <laughs> corporate is quite intense, guys. <laughs> mm. Corporate will show you flames. And if you don't have that one person to put you under your wing, it is not going to work out. It's not going to be It easy. is not going to. And, and I feel as a, as a black woman who has gone through, and, and trust me, every single black woman that is up there has gone through something deep mm. in the workplace. And, and I feel and I appreciate these two women who are doing this for me. And I feel and I think that all black women should do that for the other black child. I agree with you. So I agree with you. I think... I think you are very lucky and privileged to find like a team that I does that so for too. you. Yeah. And because a lot of people complain with the other side, yeah. you know, because sometimes we mm. do have this scarcity mindset thinking mm. that I need to keep more for myself because if someone is going to come and challenge that, then I'm not going to have anything. Right. True, true. So when you find someone who's true. willing to share true. that with you, that's amazing. Yeah. It's even so amazing mm. when it's a woman who shares the same struggle with you. Yes. And understands you so much, so much better. So I think we need to have so many women like mm. that multiplying mm. in, in, in industries and fields that yep. we occupy. So True. the narrative needs to change. Very much and it so. Rests upon Very the, much so. Upon us. Yeah. Very much so. We are literally at the bottom of the food chain. So we, we, ca we can't afford to suppress each other. We can't. We, we just cannot. Yeah. We mm. cannot be our own enemy. Mm. That's why I believe so much in celebrating each other, guys. True. Yeah, it's amazing that you say that. And what do you think we should have been told about corporate? You just highlighted it right now that <laughs> corporate is not up in place. Corporate is really hectic. Corporate is really hectic, and we both know that. Guys, corporate is deep. Oh my gosh. Um, apart from what I've already um, pointed out, I think we should have been told that your marks don't matter mm -hmm. because they will take the the the. the Cream of the crop. What do you see? Yeah. Yes. They will, they the will top take, achievers. They will take the best of the best. And child, they will break you if you don't know who you are. I, I feel like we were, we, were, we were supposed to be prepared that child, your, your cum laude, your summa cum laude, your, your, your well, I'm a B student, <laughs> is not going to help you. You need to distinguish yourself. You need to bring to the table something different that the other person does not have. I feel we were supposed to be told that. And another thing that I am discovering now is managing people, managing stakeholders. Hey guys, EQ is deep. 
Mm. EQ is a real thing, and 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 it's not. You know how they say common sense. Um, it it is not really common. EQ. You you would think that people are adults and they've been there for a very long time. People will know how to deal with people and people will have people skills. No, there is no such thing. You you need to deal with people's emotions, deal with people's expectations, deal with you know people who are not prepared to be challenged. I feel like we were supposed to be told that people are deep. Yeah. yeah. I think corporate is so much more than the job that you are mm. there for. Mm. Actually, any other working space, Ooh. but I feel like corporate <laughs> corporate is quite intense and it's it's quite different on its own, man. <laughs> so you have to learn to deal with things outside just work. Girl. Like what you are there for, the content of work, no. No. Far much more than that. Yo. So yeah, I, I think... You're right. I think EQ is something that you really needed yeah, to no. be prepared for. I think so. <laughs> so now diving deep into self-care. I love self-care so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one person who struggled with mental health and I realized how self-care needed to be part of the formula and everything we do. And mm-hmm. you share so much on social media, actually, about how you love cooking mm-hmm. and how you love gardening. <laughs> and I mean, we watch you like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love your garden so much. And also had the other time, I think, um, was there, was there something that, a fr- store. yeah, good Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to ask you, like in the midst of everything, you are a wife, you study and you have a full-time job. How does self-care look like for you? <sighs> self-care. Um, I've only been working for four years. Apologies. I will keep referring to the first two years of work and these two years in in, in, in a different company. So my first two years of work as a candidate attorney, I I literally did not have self-care. Like there was no such thing as self-care. Like, and had it not been for my husband, hey guys, yo, these poor husbands, they go around marrying, hey? Like my husband married here. The man was literally my saving grace from driving me to work, fetching me, staying up on all night, like studying with me, even though he wasn't studying, like I would literally pass things by him, like staying with me, drafting the entire night. He, he was literally my sanity. So yeah, that was my, wow. I suppose, self-care, my husband, carrying me through all of that because <laughs> there was nothing else that I was doing at that time. It was literally work, studying, getting my articles, board exams done. It was just that. So self-care in the sense of one understanding that you need to take care of yourself. I I, 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 I did not have that. I literally had my, my husband and he, he, he was my saving grace. Mm. Um, and now, now that I have time, I discovered that I actually love this garden thing. So now I spend time in my garden. I do it every week, um, sometimes twice a week, depending on how hectic things are. I speak to my plants. I didn't name them because there's quite a few of them. Um, I love cooking. I've always loved cooking, but I never had the time to do it. But now I can do it. I I enjoy cooking so much. I enjoy hosting people. And when yeah. are you hosting me? 
Oh, very soon, my friend. I, I, I told you my diary is filled up to the 5th of October. Wow. The <laughs> 5th of October is your birthday, really? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, yes, guys, because I have time now, I'm always calling people to my house or going to people's houses. So I love hosting. Um, I love reading, but I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't read for like two months now. So let's not discuss that one. <laughs> like look at you putting everyone to shame two months people haven't read in two years <laughs> i'm so embarrassed with myself yeah, uh, that's not embarrassing be kind to yourself <laughs> thanks dear and i think that's another thing that i'm learning to do now okay. i'm kind to myself i have always been very critical of of myself and 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 what i can do and what i have done um, but the people in my life, Lerato included, when she told me about this, she revealed some things that even I was like, who are you talking about? Because this person is amazing and I don't know who this person is. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's been very good and I've been grateful for the support structure because now I'm learning to be kind to myself. Yeah. Um, and that has been part of my self-care journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm also add celebrating yourself as well i shall i shall (laughs) (laughs) all right so now to like close it off um with so much that you have achieved so much so so young what doesn't guli plan to shoot for next um so i would like to get my master's done next year i have been procrastinating (laughs) so um I'm getting that done. And I have a, a, a group of friends. We are um, putting money away. And we would like to have like a, a serious investment um, company. So we are working towards that. So That's amazing. That, that is exciting and, and, and yeah, scary. It's quite big. Think big. So yeah, if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Okay. So yeah, I'm thinking big. I'm surrounded by some amazing black women. So yeah, hopefully we can get that done very soon. Um, and travel. Like to travel. Haven't done serious traveling really. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I love asking this question, and even though. No, I didn't tell you about it. <laughs> but I'm going to ask it anyway. What is the one thing that you'd thank your young self for? Never giving up. Okay. Never giving up, Lerato. I, I was raised by a single mother, a grandmother, in a shebeen, and an aunt. Um, so when, when, when I remember when I applied at Verds, the thing that I wanted, I wasn't accepted for, the BCom law. And I had to send them an email to say, please move to this so I can get that. But have I had I given up, I wasn't going to get the opportunity to do that. I remember after getting my BCom law done, I didn't have funding to get my LLB done. But I pushed. I was like, the reason why I came to this is because I wanted my LLB degree. Yes, I have a degree, but at the end of the day, I need to get that LLB. I didn't give up. I got financing. So never giving up and knowing that nothing is impossible if you put your mind through it. 
so that the, the child me literally self-motivated herself she looked at the circumstances at home and she told herself i need to get myself and my family out of this and she she did, did it. it so i i am grateful to that child i really am sometimes when i think of the young me i feel like if i had that i probably would have been further than where i am now as a 26 year old because that child was fierce mm. no that that child was amazing mm. <laughs> so i am grateful for that child for not giving up and for self motivating herself yeah mm-hmm. sure. i'm grateful okay. to her you know there are always that momentum you know when like anything that you toss in the bay there are like that hand that really threw you yeah this boss so that's amazing what is your your message to a child who each day the likelihood of being great seem impossible yeah 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 based on their circumstances sure. you know coming from soweto sure yeah this this will sound monotonous and it is and it's cliche but child where you come from does not define who you are i i i have just put it to you that I grew up in a shebeen but today I'm a young lawyer in a big four bank in this country had you said that to me when I was 15 16 I was going to laugh at you like what are you talking about but today I am there so do not give up motivation is very difficult i have i personally have come to learn that if if you yourself don't motivate yourself if someone else comes to you and tells you you can do x y and z you will not be able to do it so you you speak to yourself and your mind and the inner person and convince the inner person that you can do it you can actually get it done so black child from me to you nothing is impossible yeah You know cliches are, 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 are there for a reason because they're very true. true. Yeah. And they're thank you for the message. It's really so profound. It's really it's so, so profound. I think you need to believe in it 10 times more than anyone else could ever believe in. It's uh Thanks love. Thank you so much for your time, Kuli. Thank you so much for your time and your weekend and uh for sharing your life with us and actually just sharing this moment with me as well. Um I learned so much from my guests I really do and thank you so much for this time. Thanks. I hope that your story is going to inspire so many young lawyers out there um who wish to be where you are right now. So just remember that it's never impossible. Mm-hmm. Thanks Lorato for having me. Thanks guys. If there's anything that you'd like to hear from the podcast, feel free to let me know on our Instagram page at the journey on earth podcast. And don't forget to also subscribe to the podcast so that you'll be notified every time when there's a new podcast coming out every Tuesday. And also review us. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Rate us as well. I'll chat to you guys next week. Bye.